Welcome to The Frontline with FPM, where we talk about California politics, homeschool freedom, parental rights, and the family. I'm your host, Nathan Pierce, and thanks for joining us today. Let's jump right in and see what's going on here on The Frontline. Folks, thank you for joining us today for the front line. I am grateful to be joined today by Dr. Brian Ray. He is the uh, president of the National Home Education Research Institute. You know, if you've been around, you know that we've had him on before, and he is very knowledgeable. Thank you for joining us today, Brian. You're welcome, Nathan. Good to be here. I um, I'm glad that you can join us today, specifically because. There's just a lot of news stories fluttering around and crowding people's inboxes about, um, well, homeschooling and abuse. And there's a lot of claims being made, um, some just a, a, just a range of stories um, from the Washington Post and others um, over the last couple of weeks. I mean, there, there've been things going on for a while, but um, particularly in the last couple of weeks, there's been quite a few. Um, and there's been sort of links to between homeschooling and abuse. And um, one one story alluded to the the this accusation that homeschoolers hide abuse or homeschooling hides abuse. So I was hoping that you could you could speak to that issue. I know it's a it's a horrendous thing to to hear about abuse stories, and and that's that's terrible. Um but I want to deal in facts here. And so I was hoping that you could shed some light on this from your perspective. You've done a lot of research in this area. So help us to, to navigate this, help us to understand this. Okay, Nathan. So first of all, like you said, it's you know when any parent, whether it's a public school parent, a private school parent or homeschool parent harms their children, that's evil and it should be prosecuted and punished. I mean, let's just, get that on the table and take care of it. So let's, let's just say that that's it. That's yeah. the way it is. You know, yeah. whether you come from a, whether you come from a perspective of just a free nation or a biblical perspective, it's bad. So that's bad. Now, this whole, this whole idea that somehow there is a, a, a nefarious connection between homeschooling and child abuse or neglect or child fatalities is without empirical support. And, and I'll have to explain that now because okay. the people who want to control homeschooling more think that if they could control homeschooling more, there would be less abuse and neglect and fatalities. You know, they're going to jump, you know, so they got to just stop and listen there for a minute uh, or two or three or four with us. All right. Yeah. Um, first of all, I'll just put a couple of bullet points out there that I'm going to go through and do my best to substantiate my claims with premises. Um, there is no problem for policymakers or legislators to try to solve in connection with homeschooling. First point. Uh, second, there's no body of research that finds a significant association between homeschooling and more abuse or neglect of children than other children being in other forms of schooling. So those are a couple of really important points. Now, let me go into the, to the basis of what I'm saying here. We don't have a lot of studies, okay? So let's just get that on the table too. We don't have a lot of studies, but I'll give you just a few that we do have. So 
people can go to our website and I'll give you a, a link that people can look at later if they want to. <clears throat> and I've, I've laid this out for everybody to see, the whole world to see. Uh, Dr. Denise Shaquille and I published the only study of its kind about a year ago. And we got a representative sample of people from all across America. And we got into all the details of how many years they've been homeschooled, all kinds of forms of abuse and neglect they've experienced, uh, how many years they've been, like I said, how many years they've been homeschooled, public school, private school. So we're able to yeah. demographically, uh, demographically control for all these factors. And I'll try to simplify the study, okay? So it's, it's really not complicated. When you statistically control for the demographic background of all these people, all these Americans, you find no significant difference between those who were homeschooled and those who went to conventional institutional schools in terms of amount of abuse and neglect they experienced, period. Okay, we can flesh that out in a minute. But I want to make the main points because if I get too detailed, yeah. I lose yeah. people. <laughs> Second point, for the not significantly more abuse and neglect of those who were homeschooled, the abuse and neglect was happening outside of the home by non-family members. So that's really important. So those are the two main points. Now, a little more detail on that. So what do we mean by controlling demographic factors when we statistically kind of like try to make everybody the same except for whether they were homeschooled or institutionally schooled, like you take into account uh, how many years in foster care, uh, income level, right? Uh, parent education level, ethnicity and race, all those things. If you statistically make that the same, no difference. So you know, the people who are big advocates of public schooling or controlling homeschool more, they didn't really like our findings. And the, yeah. and the people who are advocates of homeschooling who wanted homeschoolers to look better, they didn't like our findings. But for now, that one study, if it's kind with a representative sample, no difference. And then for, the, any, for that which was happening to those who were homeschooled outside the home by non-family members. Okay, so that is the most dependable study of its kind right now. There's there's a more uh, a little bit more, uh, Dr. Uh, Angela Dills came out with a study about the same time that Dr. Uh, Shaquille and I did. Now her her study was a little harder, I would say, for most people to understand. But essentially, she was she was looking at as states, state governments, and laws allowed more freedom to homeschool. She called it relax the controls on homeschooling. Okay. There was no clear evidence of an increase in reported incidents of abuse or other harm. So in other words, she did not find a connection between giving people more freedom in their homeschooling and the laws and more harm to children. Okay, that's that's pretty significant, you know? That's the overall finding that she had. Very carefully done, very statistically sophisticated researcher, Dr. Dills. Now, there's just, there's not a lot more I can give you in terms of, you know, the, the solid sound, you know, kind of things like this, but I'll give you just a little bit more. And then we're going to talk about some research 
that people like to use to try to paint this negative picture related to homeschooling. Okay, so here was just a comment that I thought was fascinating. Dr. Uh, Bob Maranto pointed out a couple of years ago when we had more and more people quote homeschooling or school at home, he said with all this increase with the school lockdowns, he said, he said, now I never went and checked his, his statement, but he said abuse rates of children actually declined as the homeschooling rate rose. I thought that was an incredible meta perspective that he made there. And I don't know that anybody else, you know, made that perspective. Um, so let me give you one more. And okay, I'm going to try to be as complimentary as possible. Uh, this was a study done by themselves uh, by a group called the Coalition for Responsible Home Education, which is one of the groups that is the most vociferous about controlling homeschooling more. And even in their own data analysis of their own database, they found no significant difference in the rate of maltreatment between homeschool families and school families. So, you know, that's that's kind of most of what we have right there. Now, Nathan, you want me to go into the kind of the anecdotal story kind of uh, reports now? Yeah, that would be helpful, yeah. I think. Because yeah. yeah, I think we should we do hear, that. We hear so much of it right. in, in our day-to-day -day listening or, or seeing in the news. Yes. So in, in that one, so some of the people who are saying, oh, hiding abuse and uh, got to have more government control of home education, they will point to a study. Uh, and, and again, all this is listed on, in our, and on the page in our website. Uh, these researchers studied torture victims. And that's horrible, evil children, torture victims. And they say, well, this percent of these case studies or stories, basically, not stories as in fiction, but stories as in actual stories, you know, this percent were homeschooled. Well, a lot of people jump on that and say, see, it's a high percent, but that's not at all how the study was designed. So it should never be interpreted that way. Uh, even though evil things are being done by public school and homeschool and I don't even know private school families. Okay, so that study should not be used that way or reported that way. Uh, in another situation, there was one state, I don't want to give them a bunch of PR, but you can go to our website. And they said, well, there have been some reports that people are uh, pulling their children out to homeschool or claiming their homeschool. And we want to know you know, what percent of these families have been reported to children's services. So they just pick, you know, X number of districts in their state. And then they said, this percent of people who pulled their children out had been a, at least reported to children's services. Well, that is not a study. Number one, they're not giving us any kind of representative sampling of anything. It's not representative. Two, they do a really bad job of explaining that a small, small portion of these, these reports ever were founded or whatever the government calls, I forget what the term is, mm. where you find that anything actually was wrong. And then on sure. top of it, on top of it, and this is something we'll talk about now, uh, numerous of those reports were, were not even really followed up by the government system that already knew about it. So I'll stop there. And I think now that's an important thing to talk about. How's that? Yeah. So 
I appreciate you bringing that up because some of these things that almost are portrayed as a study or as a set of data to look at and to consider as a proof of something are not always what they seem. Yes. And they're not yes. always portrayed, um, I don't know, honestly, or clearly, maybe. Yeah, fully. Let's say fully. Let's fully. say fully. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, some some people have good intentions, but they don't fully explain or they don't fully understand research. So that? so yeah, and so so those of us who aren't in the world of research maybe look at that and automatically assume that they should we should we should rank this sort of information and conclusions right up at the same level as say something that is a legitimate study that's a good point that's a good way of putting it nathan and it's sad but we go so fast and we don't do it carefully and i would say most americans don't really understand how to critique evidence you know they they just don't know and so we have to work at at, at that you know the same people who would say well dr brian ray back in that study he did 15 years ago he did not carefully get a perfect representative sample and statistically control for all the variables. Okay, the same people who say that should say the same thing about these studies that there's only so much we can say, you know, all, yeah. all studies have limitations. Okay, all studies have limitations. And, and at this point, there is no study with any kind of careful controls that says there is more abuse or neglect or more hiding of abuse and neglect in either school setting let's just let's just be fair to everybody okay yeah. so you know that's that's really important for people to keep in mind um but you know something we have to go to now nathan unless you want to you know camp on that for a minute people some people will say well we're not saying there's more abuse more neglect more fatalities in homeschooling but what we're saying is however there's something about homeschooling that lets people hide it more. No, should we deal with that? That's that's yeah. important to talk about. Yeah, explain that. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about that. Um, this becomes both. This be, this becomes real important both from a research perspective, empirical, but it also is a very much philosophical slash political slash your understanding of what a free society is conversation okay so yeah it's both of these uh, from a research evidence perspective there is there we don't have that that you cannot say oh there's evidence out there that that homeschoolers more than other people somehow use what they're doing to hide abuse that you, you just that does not exist that does not exist how, how could even that kind of a statement be made without i mean i don't understand how what somebody would prove that yeah i, I, I i'm not sure right? either <laughs> it but, would just have to be somebody's sort of theory with maybe anecdotal i don't know probably probably i mean i i would say that there's a counter evidence or counter argument to that that and this is this is something i did want to talk about is that people who want to do evil things to their children and this is really hard to kind of talk about or admit 
they find ways to hide it and do it. Okay, they they do. I I it's it's horrible and it's sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we have. I mean, we have story after story after story, as in real cases, of public school parents who do this. Right. Private school parents who do this. And remember, these people are, you know, their children are around schools and quote mandatory reporters, and yet they still do it and right. somehow, somehow get away with it until the children are very harmed or dead. And so that's happening all the time. On top of that, let's let's talk about this. Public schools have I don't know, I don't want to exaggerate, dozens, maybe hundreds of laws that control them and regulate them. And yet we have news story after news story after news story of public school employees who abuse or sexually maltreat or otherwise harm children in those schools or children who go to those schools right. over and over and over. So the point is, Two couple of points. One, bad people do evil things and they hide it. Okay. Right. Two, all these rules, all these laws that will punish you if you do something evil are not stopping this part of the nature of humans. Is, right. Is right. And and we're seeing uh, borne out in, in your study, for example, that that there are evil people that do bad things to children outside of children that are not their children yes um, yes and, and and that includes um homeschooled children as you mentioned your study uh, maybe you could clarify this for me but it, i i believe you said that homeschooled children um there's not a there's not a significant difference between the amount to which they are um uh abused yep. when compared to public school students but they are uh not that abuse is not as likely to happen in the home yeah that that's close to way, a way to say it so okay. for the for the abuse and neglect that is happening uh-huh to those who were homeschooled which is not more than was happening to the institution of school the significant place is outside the home and the significant perpetrator is outside the family that's I mean that's a pretty okay. big that's a pretty big finding. Yeah. That yeah. is that is significant and it's significant because it's kind of showing that if you've got an issue if you're trying to find a problem to solve um as a legislator yeah. if you're trying to find a problem to solve looking at this study which yeah. is a study it's not just a collection of news stories yes um looking at this study the problem to solve isn't really in the home it's right. outside the home and yeah it's and it's, it's not homeschool it's not homeschool family homeschool family it's not homeschool yeah. family so so let's let's let me just say a little bit more uh now these we don't have now this is a whole another issue uh we don't have a lot of fresh information on this but going back almost 20 years mm -hmm. dr cheryl shakeshaft summarized research up to that point and she said that Probably about 10% of all public school students, this is, think of this, this is pretty interesting. By the time they graduate, will have been sexually maltreated by public school employees. 
that's huge nathan that's yeah that's that's today that's about five million school children now i'm not trying to be you know inflammatory the point one of my points here is this all these laws and all these rules and the mandatory reporting stuff that we have with public schools and all of that is still happening yeah that that's that's part of what i'm trying to get across here yeah you know now let's let's look at this a little more carefully in terms like philosophically because people say well all right maybe the research does not show any higher or lower rate for the homeschooled but we're still thinking that maybe maybe if we had more government rules and controls on homeschoolers maybe a few of these very small incident bad evil things would not happen okay well we could say maybe however there's a big however yeah this is the united states of america and we do not discriminate with classes of people and say well if you if you fit this group that we think maybe is statistically related to something maybe now we're going to put extra laws on you to try to catch you or stop you before you maybe do something evil okay that was very wordy but people get the point like yeah okay yeah. if you what if we what if in statistics we found that people with a certain skin color or a certain hair type were more associated with a certain kind of crime we would absolutely not and we should not say well let's randomly search their cars more often or right. randomly randomly go into their home more often. there's no way we we don't believe in that. We do not believe in that. Right. Um, now I'm going to say something that's that's like, <laughs> hope nobody quotes this out of context, <laughs> because if people, if people who are arguing for more government control of homeschoolers, up front, a priori, if they, if they really wanted to be equal and fair and equitable, they'd have to say, okay, we're not going to discriminate. But what we'll do is now anybody who has a school-aged child, we will do random home visits during the two-week winter holiday. Right. And we will do three random home visits during the three-month summer vacation of all families with school-aged children. We don't care if you're the governor of the state, a legislator, a millionaire, a poor person, a brown, white, black-skinned person. Now, I'm not promoting that at all. Right. That's about the only way I can think of that you're going to do this without discriminating against people. And I am opposed to that because I believe in the principles of American history. Right. And, and biblical principles of, of freedom and responsibility. Yeah. And I think if if you look at um, the the studies that have been done or you're you're looting, let's just look at the public schools. You mentioned all these extra laws that have been placed on the public schools, and there is still a problem there, right? I mean, that's what we're seeing in in your study from last year with um, um, that that came out, and and I think that shows that adding all these extra regulations in hopes of curbing this issue isn't helping, or at least not in that situation. I mean, maybe it would be worse. But it's hard to know. Well, there are, there are a lot of unintended consequences. I mean, you think about this. First of all, to discriminate against one group because of a school choice, that's, that's, yeah, that's, it's really against American history. You're right. And You're right. I mean, 
Um, another thing is that now all of a sudden you're starting to put more barriers to a choice to private education. And usually, and, I, and I'm not of this kind of social science um, way of thinking that thinks this way, so I can't even express it very well. But when you put up more barriers, you make it harder for the very people that some of you say you're trying to promote. And those are people of you know, more fragile communities or disenfranchised or whatever you wanna call it. You start to put up more barriers, you give them less choice. That's just reality. Right. And, and I forgot, Nathan, I left out one study. Uh, back in, I think it was 2018, and this is relevant here. Let me put my glasses on for a moment. Yeah, 2018, uh, I took the database of a group that really, really, really wants to control homeschooling more, their own database, and I found no correlation, that's no association, between the amount of government control on homeschooling and the amount of abuse or neglect with the children. So whereas we at this point, we don't even have any kind of association or correlation. When you have no correlation, it's really, really, really unlikely there's a cause and effect relationship. Right, right. Which is goes exactly against what some of the claims being made yeah. in in some some articles that have right. come out recently are are saying. So we have to be careful when we when we hear stuff in the news and people make claims um that this that homeschooling is hiding abuse or homeschooling is leading to abuse yep yeah how do we think about that we need to think right. about realizing that we can't just trust every news story we hear yes that's uh, you know that's the that's a really important point. I, there's one more thing. I keep thinking of one more thing, Nathan. Sure. Uh, I wish somebody, somebody who kind of has a researchy bent would take all of the either real cases or alleged cases of people who are homeschooling, doing evil things to their children, and then list for us in another column was Children's Services Agency ever contacted yeah. before or after the child was or was allegedly being homeschooled? And did the Children's Services Agency follow up or do anything about it? Because now this is just my remembrance. This is not, don't quote this, but my remembrance is in the majority of those cases, situations, the government Children's Services or Protection Services was contacted before things got bad or worse. Right. And so some people argue that this is really not so much a story about school sector. This is a story about parents who do bad things and the system that's already in place not working. Right, because there are laws on the books about abusing children. Whether, <laughs> How it's, many? A, whether it's a parent doing it or someone else doing it, there are laws on the books and there is a system in place for addressing that. Yeah. And like you're saying, a number of these stories, the majority of them probably, um, they've that system has been uh, contacted. Yeah. To to take some action, and I know that um, in California, uh, social services is is very overwhelmed, and there's there's a lot of different ideas on how to how to address that problem yeah. because it's a known it's a known issue yes and um 
So it's definitely something that needs to be addressed. And when we look at these, these abuse cases, they are a social services issue in, in the, from the perspective of who's supposed to deal with this and how is it supposed to be dealt with. And if somebody is getting, is contacting social services, that's the appropriate avenue for that. Yeah. And they're the ones that are supposed to be enforcing all of these laws that are on the books already, adding a bunch more to target specific groups of people is not going to fix that problem. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you explaining all of these things. And um, uh, I'm, I'm glad that we can say with confidence that, um, that these sort of uh, stories that are out there, um, we don't have to, to, to buy in to this, um, this concept that, that homeschooling is bad because this is what it leads to. Right. Yeah. We don't, we don't want to fall prey to emotional appeals and discriminatory practices. We don't, we don't want to fall prey to that. May I send you that link to our page that summarizes these studies? Absolutely. And definitely yeah. check out Dr. Ray's website because there is a wealth of information there. Um, also consider supporting NERI because NERI, um, uh, the National Home Education Research Institute does a tremendous amount of uh, research on homeschooling and helps um, people around the world to understand uh, how uh, how homeschool students are doing, um, and 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 it really has an impact on uh, the homeschool community as well as the rest of society. So um, definitely check that out. Thank you, Nathan. Bye. Thank you so much, Brian. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Frontline with FPM. For more information about the topics we discuss here, check out Family Protection Ministries at fpmca.org and subscribe to our channel.